Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Jason, did you know that Budget Blinds is the place for people to go to for the signature series shades? All hail our robot shade overlords. Look, there are many, many reasons why you should start looking at the smart home features, but mostly because it's cool. I got to say, look, I recently got a somewhat smart home thing in my house, and I was highly skeptical, like, in the process and have delayed and kind of acted like the technology-phobic old man that I'm probably getting closer to being every day. (laughs) But I got to say, this smart home stuff is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I got to say, the ability to raise and lower, open and close, program your shades to do that stuff, to save energy, to increase the security in your home, to do all the things you want to do. Make things safer for your children and pets. Right. Absolutely fantastic as, as an idea. I get it. I get it now in a way that I didn't get it before. So I'm going to say this with all sincerity. All hail those robot shade overlords. There you go. So if you are ready to make your home a smart home, head on over to our good friends, Budget Blinds of Lee Summit, right in downtown, the heart of our community. Today's episode is also brought to you by Feed Lee Summit. Hey, Jason, pre-COVID world, 6 to 8% of Lee Summit residents were food insecure. I thought, I thought that world started like at Mar- on March 15th. Well, you know. No, the world ended on March 15th, and we're now picking up the pieces. Right, 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 right. Well, that's 6 to 8%. That equates to more than 6,000 men, women, and children in the Lee Summit community. And in this COVID pandemic area, the food needs have only continued to grow for Lee Summit families and senior citizens. That is true. Responding to this need are the good folks at Sunrise Rotary. They are sponsoring their second annual Feed Lee Summit event, November 12th at 7 p.m. It's going to be a virtual event this year because COVID ruins everything, but it's going to be a great event anyway. They have a goal this year. It's a very aggressive goal of raising $100,000 to support those with food insecurity here in Lee Summit. And they think they can do this aggressive goal with your support. And who will this, who will this benefit, you might ask? Let me tell you, it's going to the benefit. Big four. The, the big, big four. four. Lee Summit Social Services, Cold Water of Lee Summit, One Good Meal, and Meals on Wheels. You got it. Feed Summit. Feed Lee Summit started as empty bowls, which collected uh, more than a quarter million dollars over its uh, years for our non-profit food providers here in the Lee Summit community. Last year, Feed Lee Summit, a little bit of a change in how it was structured and what it was doing, their first event raised $40,000. So they're setting the bar high this year, but we think we can get there. And they can meet that goal with your help. So join us for this important event on Thursday, November 12th. See feedls.org for more details and to register. Holly Stuhlman, welcome to the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. It's good to have you here. Thank you, Nick Parker. Great to be here. Um, you and I don't get to talk much anymore. We used to get to talk about once a week when our kids were doing, doing the Taekwondo together. Yeah. But, <laughs> but they have both since decided Taekwondo was not for them. They hit right. Which I am a little sad, uh, but my pocketbook is happier. Yes, I know. I, I did like it, but, you know, they move on, I guess. They move on. <laughs> well, I, I asked you to come on to this, this uh, Friday episode um, as we preview the upcoming Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week, which is going to run October 9th through 18th. This is a new thing uh, co-sponsored by 
the Lee Summit Arts Council, the Cultural Arts Department at the City of Lee Summit, and Lee Summit Tourism. It's it's cool. Um, you know, I currently sit. I'm, I'm as chair of the Lee Summit Arts Council. You are a former member of the Lee Summit Arts Council. I believe a former chair as well. I am. Yes. There we go. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to just do a little bit to 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 talk about the uh, the arts in our community and lead up to this this special event, which you can find more about at the city's website. Just look up Arts and Culture Week. And you, my friend, are a local artist. You do some pretty cool stuff. You have your, your, your art business name is Be Unique, mm -hmm. which is kind of fun. So let's just start here, Holly. What kind of art do you do? I do everything. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite answer. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so just it's, I would say, mixed media. Um, I do a lot of resin artwork. Um, fluid artwork, um, and I do things like, um, you know, a lot of DIY, kind of making garden art, stuff like that. So kind of, you name it, I think I've probably done it before. Well, uh, you are, you are one of the ones, you are a downtown resident. And so if people, people know you and they know where your, where your house is, they, they will see some of that garden art out there. <laughs> and yeah. I think like, like many people, uh, my favorite part is the steps, what you did. Yeah. On the sidewalk leading uh, up to your house. Yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears are in those steps. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that a pro? Well, first let's, let, let, let's say this. Why don't you describe to people what you did um, okay. to, to your, your steps on the sidewalk leading up yeah, to your house. It's well, pretty cool. I've got concrete steps that lead up to my house. Um, and I, it was actually around this time of year, several years ago, I have mosaic it all with um, a lot of cool, there's kind of some scenes in there, but it's a lot of broken porcelain and china. Um, a lot of stuff from my grandmother is in there. Um, so it's very, you know, it's got sentimental value. But, um, you know, so I mosaic the whole thing. I've got little handles that are sticking out in different areas. Some cool beads are in there. Just some really neat stuff. But it is definitely a showstopper when people walk by. So I love that. I love that people just kind of stop and take a look and appreciate art you know um so yeah that's, that's you, you said it was a lot of blood sweat and tears and my initial question was 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 that one of those home projects where you get about halfway into it you're like why am i doing this yes <laughs> well yeah because it so i always just jump in i don't prepare i'm not a measure person before i cut i just do it um so this was it was just, I didn't have everything broken up before I started, you know, um, so it was just a lot of work and I don't like to wear gloves when I do certain things because I just like that hands-on um, getting in there, you know, um, so yeah, working with concrete and <laughs> it was just a long project. It was just several steps, you know, um, and then just smoothing everything out and making sure, you know, a few layers of that concrete in there. And it took a little while. <laughs> it's been like a day, but it wasn't. <laughs> you, you said you like to do a lot of uh, fluid art and, yes. and you work with, you work with resin. Can you, and, and we're, this is a, a an audio podcast. I mean, you yes, can watch the video visuals, at Linkley right? Summit or on the YouTube, yeah. but, but I think for, for anybody listening, can you kind of describe what, what you mean there by, by, by fluid art? Yeah, well, um, so I am a self-taught artist. So I've done art or just creating things since I was itty bitty. Um, it was just always something I loved to do. I'm not a sketch artist. I'm not a, 
a paintbrush type of person. So fluid art is, I use, um, it's called alcohol ink, um, or I use resin um, or acrylics. I use just a mix of things and it's fluid. So when it's, you know, in that fluid shape, it takes its own, it does, it's got a mind of its own. So you just put it on paper that does not absorb. Um, and it just kind of, you just manipulate it in different ways. Um, do you control, uh, do you try and control where it goes? Do, I mean, when you, when you manipulate, like how much, well, how I'll much, how much, I guess, of your own, your own focus and will are you, are you putting into it? Well, it just depends on kind of what I have that vision of. Sometimes I don't even have a vision and I'm just like letting it do its thing. But like if I'm doing it on, um, it's called Yupo paper. So that's one of the um, methods that I use. So if I put it on the paper, I'll pick up the paper and move it all around with this fluid kind of all over. And then I'll kind of, you know, I can kind of guide what I want it to do. Like if I want to do an abstract flower type of thing. So I kind of move the paper around and it's mixed with alcohol. So it will dry, you know, so as it dries, it just kind of it's really cool. It's a really cool process. And you use not just paper, right? You've done some things on, on tiles. Um, yes. And, and you've got, um, I'm, I, if, if people are watching the video of this, which, which, which yeah. again, the videos, videos at linkedlysummit.com or on our YouTube channel, but it's, it's behind you right now are, are some of the pieces that you've done if they want to see, but, yeah. but you do yeah. different, different base materials. Yeah, I do functional art. Um, I do, um, they are tiles. There's a mix of, uh, you know, resin on the tile. Um, those are actually a really hot item that people buy for gifts. Um, just like a set of coasters. Um, and they're just all different kinds. I mean, some of them are very detailed. Uh, like the, I have some bees on there. Um, but like I said, it's, it's a very, that's very metic meticulous process to get something so detailed and have it cooperate with you you have to use itty bitty tiny you know sometimes i'll use i will use a brush for things like that um but it does take a very long time are you more intentional with your manipulation then on those kind of projects than, than like you were just talking about yes yes mm -hmm. do you have kind of some specific imagery in your in your mind that you're trying to create i do yes well i do a lot of custom work so a lot of people are like, I've got these pillows. I just read in my living room. Can you do something with these, like these pillows <laughs> or that, you know? Um, and I'm like, okay, sure. So I'll take colors from that. And like, I've done things where I've mimicked the pattern in the pillow. So I can, I can do things like that. Um, and I do like it when people are like, I just, I need reds, reds and oranges. Can you do something? <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> um, I've done, you know, I've kind of blown up a pattern on some coasters before for someone um just you know by hand but yeah i i can control what i want it to do but the fluid you know it's not going to be like a oil painting a very skilled oil painter you know like it's not gonna be that perfect so you, you said you're you're a self-taught artist and you've just been doing it since you were you, yes. you were young what uh do you remember what the attraction was what what first kind of got you started doing it yeah, well, I, and I don't really, I don't refer to myself as an artist, because I know people, I really respect that. And I know people go to school for these things. Um, I just like to make things. Um, and I'm always interested in how things work. So that's kind of where my mind 
steps in and it all goes back to probably my dad when I was little, you know, um, he would work on cars. And I know this sounds really strange mixing it with art, but I just loved watching him do things and, and he can make anything. He's like MacGyver. So um, that, that's kind of how the whole art, I told you that earlier that um, I don't do one type of art because I always like to do different things. I jump around um, because I always like, like the fluid art. I like to see how it works. And then I'll jump over to some other form and see how that works. So that's kind of where it all started, I think. Just kind of learning how things work together, different mediums work together. Um, so yeah, I would say my dad probably kicked that off. <laughs> Transformed into art. <laughs> we were we were talking uh, off offline a little bit before before we actually started the yeah. the interview, and you you had mentioned that that you you took a break during during these these COVID times that we're in. Um, you didn't weren't really focused on doing art to to mm -hmm. sell, but also you said that the art's kind of a an escape. Yes. For you, yeah. so is it that? Is it just do you, do you find yourself just kind of go disappear into whatever it is you're tinkering with? Yeah, I get my, my music on and just kind of, you know, got me some wine and just kind of, <laughs> oh, it's really an experiment. Every time I do something is really an experiment. Um, and that's what I like about it. I'm like, ooh. And then some things I just don't like, you know, and then I'll have to step away. Like some of the huge paintings, or I wouldn't call them paintings, but some of the huge pieces of the fluid art that I do, you know, I can spend days on, you know, and I'll have to just step back. But it is just, it's a very therapeutic process. Now, I'm curious there. You can, you can step away and come back the next day. I, I have, have a completely different personality that, and, and I do some, some little creative things on the side just to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. keep my brain moving and, and to avoid, um, to avoid reading news and right. social media, right, which will drive us all crazy. Um, but, but I have to finish the project. Oh, you know, and I'm that way with books know. too. I, if, if it's a good book, I will finish the book. Um, so no, Nick. I don't, know how, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I cannot finish a book. <laughs> I like to buy books. I love to buy books. I have a whole bunch of books. I like books. I don't read them. I might read a few pages, but I just don't have time to sit still and, you know, but when you said that you like to finish one thing, I've always got several things and it, it works for me. Um, like I said, I will jump from this, a big fluid art piece, and then I'll jump over and do resin and make like a, it's like a tray, uh, a big resin, you know, like that you have handles on it, like a serving tray. Um, and that's just solid resin. So I'll jump over to do something like that. And these things are all over my house because resin is quite toxic. So you have to wear like a, like a, you know, the mask that people are wearing now. Um, like you live in a hazmat house. I do. I do. <laughs> so I have to be very, you know, I'm very cautious about that and what's in my, you know, do a lot of things outside. Um, so yeah, I'm all over the place, Nick. I've got things going on. A lot of projects. <laughs> they, you know, it, it's fun. And I, I, I'm curious this too. So you, you do a lot of these fluid things that, you know, there's really not a, an end game picture, right? I mean, you're just kind of seeing, what yeah. happens when you do this and, and, and figuring out. And I get that because I'm not a planner either. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't measure before I cut very often. I, I just want to go, okay, what happens if I put this here and I draw this here or whatever? Um, and like I said, though, I don't like to, 
I don't like to stop. I want to see where it goes well, and what that finished thing is. But here's my here's my thing. My problem is I will keep tweaking and keep editing when I should tell myself to stop. Yes. So how are you there on the on the self editing? <laughs> well, it it depends. And I will tell you that the fluid art is very forgiving. So I feel like even if I set out to have something in my head, how I want this to look, um, like say I'm trying to do a big abstract flower and it turns out to look like a bunch, just a big abstract, you know, just a bunch of blotches of paint or fluid art everywhere. Um, I'll just, okay, let's go that direction then. That's, I, I kind of just let it go. But then there's some things where I just get so frustrated you know, I have all these tiles in front of me and I've got them all painted. Um, I'll just wipe them all clean and start over. <laughs> I think that's why I like the creative things I do that are on a computer is because then I can, yes. you know, I can control Z. Yes, yes, yeah. I should go back seven steps. Yeah, well, in fluid art, like I said, it's very forgiving. So you're not really wasting things. Right. So because the materials and supplies are not cheap. So you want to be careful and not, um, you know, it's synthetic paper that you're using and um, you don't want to waste it. Right. <laughs> and the panels, the, I have to do this work. It's not a canvas. I've got to do it on a very specific type of surface. And so it's like a wood panel um, that I do that work on. So you really don't want to waste that either. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I will repurpose this. In, I will repurpose somehow. So. How long have you been doing the, uh, the, the, the fluid art with the resins and, the, and, and the, those kinds of paints and stuff? I've probably been working with resin 20 years or so. Um, and then the fluid art, I, again, with all these little things, I'll see something at Hobby Lobby or Michael's and be like, oh, what is this? And I'll just buy whatever I see um, and experiment. So I'd probably, the fluid art with the alcohol inks, probably about three years. Do you okay. like doing um, that kind of, I saw something, like using just whatever you see and that's inspiration. It's like, I think I can go do that or I can do that kind of thing. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that a lot of your inspiration? Well, a lot of my inspiration, I mean, if I'm like in a doctor's office or something and I see like something that's glittery and sparkly on the wall, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll like- You like shiny. Up. Yes, anything shiny. Um, I'll be, you know, I do like abstract art though. Um, and I'm actually, there's another form that I'm starting to take up is uh, cold wax and oil paint. Um, that's a whole other thing, but um, <laughs> it's a new one for me now too. Um, so, you know, I do get inspired by just anything bright and colorful. Nature's a huge thing. Butterflies, bees, um, you know, anything colorful. I love color, bold colors. Do you have a favorite color? There's a right answer to this question, by the way. Well, and you know what? I would say, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have, well, hot pink, I love. I love hot pink, but a lot of my art is a lot of blues and greens. So, you know, I just, hot pink, maybe. Now, my wife and I always, both of us like to always tell people our favorite color is green. Okay. However, we almost always buy things with blues and purples. Okay. See, there's a thing. I don't know. It's just. I don't know what it is. I love it. Like we want, we want all, both of us will say like the snap decision. If somebody says, what's your favorite color? We'll we'll say green. We almost never do anything with green. 
So I think we've been lying to ourselves all Well, our yeah, lives. that's what I was saying. Cause you made me think, cause I'm like, I do like this. I would say hot pink, but I really, everything I do is kind of that blues, purples. I do greens as well. So you're making me reevaluate my thoughts here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me think too much. Well, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the point of the show actually is to make you rethink everything in your life. You are, like, Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to I want to ask you a little bit about um be unique. Um you have and I and I know this a little bit, but you have a a, a little love affair with bees. I do. I you do. Love, you love bees. Where does that come from? Well, um so gosh, years and years and years ago, um well, I've always loved bees. Always always loved bees. Um and I was, you know, when I I've had my my brand for well, 2003 is when I really got it um, kind of solidified, you know, um, and started doing things with it and having my name on things and stuff like that. So it was clear back then when I guess made it official. Um, but I, I remember that what would I not get sick of, you know, because people go through branding changes and all that good stuff. And I'm like, bees, I'll never not love bees. So that's kind of where it all started. Um, I just have a thing for bees. <laughs> they're just <laughs> cute and they do great things. And, you know, they're just fascinating little creatures. So that's where we got the bee unique. You know, I get it and I understand it, but I see a bee in the wild. And the first thing I think of is that that thing's going to get me. It is out yeah. to get me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. That's what a lot of people do think. And um, people a lot, confuse them a lot with yellow jackets. That's another big one because you know, they fly pretty quickly. Um, but then you got the big, fat, fuzzy bumblebees. Right. And those guys are referred to as flying pandas <laughs> because they're really not going to hurt you. Uh, the males can't even sting. Um, so when they're out and about doing their thing, they just want to pollinate and get them, you know, flower to flower. Um, same with honeybees. Uh, you know, those honeybees that you see more than likely are the females. They're the worker bees, and they're, they do have a stinger, but they die when they sting, so they don't really want to sting anybody if they don't have to, um, unless they're, they feel threatened. So if you're like moving your hands around, um, they're not gonna, they're not gonna come after you. So really, don't be afraid of the bees. They won't get you. All of that makes perfect sense, but I see a bee, it's out to get me. <laughs> What do you I like pictures it? of bees. Are you making it mad? Probably. My mere, my mere presence can make many people angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't know why it would stop at people. Okay, well, <laughs> give bees a chance. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's a poster or a banner. So just give bees a chance. <laughs> right, right, right. Speaking of banners and signs, so on your street, there are about, what, five? different signs on the street where you live that people have <laughs> be nice yes kind. so are you paying your neighbors to brand for you is my first question and my set my follow-up to that would be where did you get that genius idea uh, well it was not even me it was another neighbor and i wish i knew her name i can tell you after this podcast but um it is a woman, she's been featured on the news a few times. She makes positive signs and they're all over Lee Summit. So my other neighbor knows her 
And she said, Holly, I had these signs made for us for our street and I did a bee theme in honor of you. So that was, I really didn't have anything to do with that. But um, yeah, that was a, it was a great thing. And all the neighbors were all excited and she's like, they're on my porch, come get them. So that's cool. It is, it is neat to just drive down that street or walk down that street when you're on a walk around the downtown yeah. area and you just see these signs uh-huh. and, yeah. and they are different than, than others that you see. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we have a great neighborhood. Um, you know, everybody's looking out for each other all the time and helps each other out. So that's kind of the cool thing we did. We all got behind this and like, we need some positive, happy signs around here. So let's do it. Well, let's talk a little bit about you. You um, you mentioned that you do you do art for business too. Like you you make money and you will sell things. You right. uh, what? I know at least one local business um, ha- has contracted with you to make some art to sell uh, yeah. retail. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that like in in our community to try to get out there and and make a little bit of money with your art? Um, you know it's. I love having, it's a, a lot of people want to just add pretty things to their home, right? Um, and local art, I think, is just a big thing. So it's really um, a way, it, let me just say that anything I create, I mean, there's just a lot of passion behind anything I create. I just don't throw stuff, you know, if I ever make anything for anybody, I want them to feel somewhat connected to it in a way um and really appreciate art and what goes into art i'm just very passionate about art as you know because i was on the arts council for like 10 years um and i never ever mentioned anything about my personal art during that time at all because that was not the purpose of me you know i just wanted to try to do something good in the community get kids involved in art chalk walk stuff like that um so yeah it's it's you know, sharing my art and having it available for people. Um, And again, it's that bright, colorful, unique, I think it just, it makes people happy. Um, And that's what they tell me when they, when they do purchase it. So having it available at at Kelly's Inspo in downtown Lee Summit, um, you know, that's a way they can get to it. So I'm happy to share it. What do you think? And let's see. So I'm not sure. Did I take your place on the arts council? I think you went off around the same time I came in, well, yes. but but what uh-huh. I'm what, what I'm curious about here is, um, so I've been five years now. Oh, okay, almost. Yeah, you got to wait. Well, no, well, we can't. We changed the rules. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, <laughs> two, yeah, yeah. You, two terms. Did. Two terms, you're and right. you're done. Um, oh, and I, oh, and oh, I am oh, on my oh, second oh, term. Oh, um, okay. But. But what I'm curious as to uh, as you as you look around the community, you know, what do you see as far as uh, as growth? I guess in in our community, you know, arts wise, and I and, and I think all types of arts, right? We're talking about fine arts, which you do, performing sure, arts, sure. all these things. Um, you know, what have what have you noticed as far as the growth? Um, we, I mean, you know, the arts council has kind of changed. You know hands a few times right so there was some restrictions on certain things when i was involved with it and we couldn't do a whole heck of a lot so public art was always my thing so i do see there's public art now we got um, it it took a I long know, time but we got it did so you know i feel like we kind of helped maybe nudge things a little bit in that direction 
um, when we weren't able to just go for it. So I am happy to see that there are, is public art in Lee Summit. Because um, you look at Blue Springs and, and Roland Park and other areas, I'm like, why don't we have this? Why do we not have public art in places? Right, right. Because it makes people happy. It's a place you can go up to, take pictures. And I think it's great for the community. It's great for the economy. Um, it's just a must have. And I hope we can keep this going with the art that we have in different places and I'd like to see more of it all over the city um, well we're gonna okay well let's do it like I want to see it you like, know not everybody may know it but it's gonna happen okay I want to see it all over not just downtown so um so yeah I think that's awesome I, I will say this I think for people for people that either have asked or or, or been thinking about asking that question about why did we why did we start with six right. cultures there because it was the easiest place to start. Oh, of course, for sure. Um, I, I mean, that is the simple answer of of why didn't we go start somewhere else in town? No, because it was it was easy to put them there, and we we really yeah. just wanted to get it going. It was time. Yeah. No, and and you know, I want people to know that there was there's a lot of work that kind of was behind all that. You know, over the years. Oh, years. Uh, years. Always to do. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think you know we're we're gonna we're gonna brag on Arts Council here a little bit. Sure. The the one of the best things we did was working with the city to create an actual <laughs> cultural arts yes. position inside City Hall, yeah. where where yes. Linda Masters was hired, and you know, she's our our liaison to staff, right, and administrator yeah. for for the Arts Council. But she also sits in City Hall. Well, she did. <laughs> BC before Corona <laughs> sits in city hall every day and thinks about the arts in our community and how to make it better and how to yeah, get people yeah. involved and engaged in it. So that I think was, that was the last thing that had to happen for us to finally get and that you know, get a project like these sculptures done. You know how many years we spent talking about having someone like her hired? <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. You know how many times we rewrote the uh, application for that? <laughs> so way, way back, I told you I was on the Arts Council for 10 years. So, you know, we, we've always visioned this. So this is awesome that she has a position and she's there and she's getting stuff done. So I'm so excited. That's and, great. and stay tuned because we want to try to buy There's there. We're, we're asking people to vote even through social media, but we want to maybe try to buy one of those uh, six sculptures that are in downtown That's awesome. and, and, and put it somewhere yeah. in, in the city. Maybe, you know, probably not stay downtown, but you'll find another sure. place in the, well, in the community. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, but, I'm good with that. Well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> we we have one artsy thing in our front yard and that's uh that was early in the uh the stay at home orders. My wife decided she had to paint something and okay. found a piece of scrap wood and painted a uh, a just smile and wave message. Oh, well, that faces nice. second street. So that's If you nice. see it and you see us I'm on our porch, honk and wave at us. Wave. Yeah. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Um what would you like to see more of in Lee Summit? Um, what can we do better, I guess, to, to, to encourage well, people to love the artsy things? Well, I think we're definitely heading in the right direction with the public art. Um, and, you know, I might be out of tune a little bit, so I don't know if we already have these type of things. But way back in the day, we would have like, you know, we can't really, with the COVID thing, Nick, uh, it's kind of hard. It ruins um, everything. It does. But I, you know, getting kids involved in art, that was my main motivator to join the Arts Council. Because I 
I've lived in Lee Summit over 20 years and I had just stumbled upon that we had an arts council. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get, I got to get involved here. And we would do several different type of kids events. And I felt that it was something that kids that, you know, aren't as fortunate to have money to play sports or, you know, their parents, just some of these, you know, things that they just don't have money to spend on um, was another way for them to do something for free, basically. So we would have like chalk walks and things like that. But I would just love to see somehow to get kids involved in art, I would say, would be one thing. And we could probably figure out a social distancing type of way to do that. But just, you don't know what you don't know, right? Right, so right. If kids are not exposed to art. How do they, it could be your next Van Gogh, you know? So I'm all about introducing- And even stuff. if they're not the next Van Gogh, and, right. and I'm gonna use this- Well, mic. it's just something, if they're not exposed to it, they're never going to know how to do it. So I've always let my son play w all kinds of sports, experiment with all different kinds of things, just so he he knows it's it's something he could do if he wants to. Um, so getting kids involved in art, and then um, more. We don't have God Art in Downtown Lee Summit anymore, and it doesn't have to be Downtown Lee Summit. But I don't know if we have a whole lot of places for local art. We've got um, the Maiden. Uh, Lee Summit store. What is Dave? What is that? Local, Local Foundry. Foundry. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I know there's a lot of great stuff in there. Um, I know we've got, is it Maiden KC that's coming here to Lee Summit? I think. I don't know. I haven't heard yeah, that Yeah, they yet. are. Yes. Um, so that's going to be coming here. I'm not quite sure where that's going to be. Um, and then we've, Kelly at Inspo's done some great things and she's got some local artists in her store. So I'd like to see more of that pop up. I think that I think that would be good, and we're always looking for more, more things. I think you're right. There's a there's a lot to the exposure of it. Just making yeah. you know accessible that there are other things, and to do art and, and treat it kind of similar the same way we do our athletics. Right? Yeah. Is there's right. a thing you can go do? You can go do this. Right. And it's and 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 you know you had said you know what if they're the next Van Gogh? And I go back to what if they're not even? Um, you know. I love art and I like to do art. I am absolutely horrible. I could not draw yeah. something. It's all relative, I think. Right. But I mean, it's not, I'm not technically good at yes. any of it. Right. 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 My yeah. son is the exact same way. I mean, we both have the same handwriting of a three-year-old, but he <laughs> loves art are, class yes that's great and he loves to try and draw and it doesn't matter that it's technically sure. not awesome yes yeah i think he yeah. enjoys doing it and, it and i think that's i think that's important just the creative process yes right mm -hmm. is important for people to experience yes uh-huh yeah. And there's so many different avenues. I mean, you don't have to really call it art. It's just kind of creativity or, you know, just, I feel like everybody has a creative bone in their body, whether they say they do or not. Right. You can be creative. Look, I know math nerds who are creative, but they're creative in figuring out processes and things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Give yourself a little more credit. <laughs> Well, exactly. And, and why, you know, in, in case my son who was home right now for online Academy, <laughs> like heard me saying about his art there, I'm going to say this too, though, his creativity, yeah. he has entire stories and movies and worlds living in his head that he's created. And he writes. Yeah. That's See, where, that's where he really that's puts awesome. it. But, yeah. but I think 
just learning creative tools and processes and how to do things mm-hmm. is is so helpful. Yeah. Um, and whether or not it's technically good, who cares? Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Have fun. We do every once in a while as a family, um, we like to do the the YouTube channel, the Art Hub. Okay. Have you seen that? No. So it's a guy I'm and he has a YouTube, YouTube person. <laughs> he has a YouTube channel and it, it it's huge. But he teaches and he uses his kids with him. So like oh, one kid cool. will join him every time. Um and it teaches you to draw things, but it's very that's simplified cool. for people like me. Well, where it, it's kind of one, yeah. you know, it's kind of one line or arc or draw at a time. And when you're done, all of a sudden you've like, you know, hey, I drew a stormtrooper from Star Wars. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, look that but, up. It, but it's really, it's really a cool thing. And it's fun to do as, as a group. So as a family, we'll do it sometimes just sit down and you can hit pause to catch up or whatever. And yeah, that's very, yeah, cool. but just, just doing something relaxing and creative can be very, very helpful. Well, sure. And it's kind of, you know, I don't want to say sitting still, but it's just unplugged, you know, you're just kind of, I guess if you do grab something on the computer, but still you're kind of going off in your own little zone, you know? Um, well, yeah, I think you're, you're stepping away from all of the things that occupy us, whether you're, whether right. you're a kid or an adult. Not distracted, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you're not watching the news. You're not doom scrolling through social media. You're not, you're not doing your homework. You're not working on your, right. your job, your list of to-do lists for your, your job. But it's just, it's just a little escape. And I think, I think adding that as one more thing that could be an escape is important. Right, yeah, totally agree. Awesome. So when you, uh, we've talked about a few different art things that you like to do, but, but when you want to un- do that unplug, do you have a go-to? Is there a, is there a spot in your house and a thing that you're like, this is what I'm going to do for X minutes or whatever? I do have to carve out time. Um, and because I told you that my stuff's kind of all over my house, um, it might be like, you know, I'm going to try this new thing. And it's usually an idea I've always got ideas going in my head I just just constantly I mean I dream this stuff it's just it's just you know I'm just like oh my gosh I I gotta do this so it'll be what if I do this and mix it with this and then pour it and then let's see what happens you know so it's just kind of that whatever I wake up that day it could be fluid art you know doing something with fluid art but it could be mixing that fluid art with some acrylic paint with some resin you know um so i would there really isn't a go-to thing because i'm all over the place like we're talking we're talking about bees we talk about art (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Um, are there many pictures of bees or paintings of bees or bee things throughout the house yeah all over the place all over the place yes (laughs) i got a bee shirt on right now um i mean not like overkill not like a uh, cat lady, crazy cat lady, Carol Baskin. I'm not a Carol Baskin <laughs> with the bees, but um, you know, bees make me happy, and I think they symbolize happiness when you're not afraid of them. I'm not afraid, so you know, it's just a happy, positive energy, positive vibes. That's kind of my thing. And when you talk about scroll of doom, you know, I, I try not to get on. Only time I'm on social media really is to post something that I've done, and just you know, share it. So um, I try to stay away and get caught up. I don't like all that stuff that, you know, that goes on. So. No, because I still want to have friends. Yeah. 
Yes. I don't even, yeah, I, I can't even go there. You know, right. you have friends that have completely different views on different things. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're friends. I'm like, ah, yeah, doesn't fit in my little red wagon. So there we go. I like it. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say this. You, you've given me a goal. I'm going to try not to be afraid of bees. Yes. That, that, that's one thing. And then I, I, as we wrap up here, I do have, I do have another question for you. This is important. You, you mentioned earlier that you like to just grab a glass of wine, turn on some music and go do your art. What is the Holly Stuhlman playlist? What, what, what music is on there while you're, while you're doing your art? Okay. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with Sirius XM, but there is chill. It's called chill. All right. And it's kind of um, a deep house jazzy kind of just oh my gosh it just relaxes me so there's that and then we've of course got our uh first wave which is all you know 80s alternative so <laughs> another one and then you know depending on my mood i go to the techno stuff so i'll listen to some techno grooving you know stuff like that. <laughs> so much like your art it's all over the place exactly yeah i'm very i'm consistent though <laughs> I'm consistently all over the place. So there you go. <laughs> well, well, Holly, uh, if people want to, to see your art, they want to follow you or they want to maybe find, find some art, where can they follow you and find you? Sure. I'm on Instagram. Um, it's be unique, create. And I've also got some artwork at um, Kelly's inspo, Kelly Langford um, inspo in downtown Lee summit off of third street and she can find some stuff you can find some stuff there and then just get in contact with me my info is um out there uh, about be unique is also on facebook sorry <laughs> yeah so you can find me there too facebook be unique create awesome awesome well holly stillman i appreciate you taking a little bit of time and coming on the show and talk to us about your art and arts in our community and we look forward to seeing more of your stuff around thank awesome. you thank you nick we'll talk soon We'll talk to everybody next time. All right. Bye-bye.